everyone, and welcome to another episode of Getting Hammered. It's a little bit of a New Year's edition. Look, we're late, but that's how I do everything, okay? This is what we're doing. We're going to talk about New Year's and New Year's resolutions, and normally people would do that maybe the last week of December. Not us. Not us, Vic. No. I thought that we were going to do our favorite Thanksgiving stuffings. I... <laughs> I'm an innovator. Here's what I'm doing. A week into your New Year's resolutions, I'm holding you accountable. Yeah, that's right. How are you? How's it going? Right? Let's think about okay. it. But before we do that, we do need to do a little Trump update. We do. Because, I mean, not that there's not going to be more Trump news if we just wait till the next show. But yeah, the news this time is pretty big, which is that in Colorado, the Supreme Court of that state decided that Trump should not be on the primary ballot yeah. due to Article 3 of the 14th Amendment, which they say precludes him because he was an involved. He was involved in an insurrection. Right. And therefore can't participate. Now, this will no doubt be appealed to the Supreme Court, although it was, I'm not sure it has been yet. There's slow movement on that. Yeah, no, uh, there's, yeah, there's no decision on the Supreme Court. Well, no, I mean, the, the appeal, the, the appeal actual process. appeal part. Exactly. So it will be appealed. And then the Supreme Court will no doubt say, no, you can't kick him off the ballot without due process because he hasn't been charged with insurrection, yeah. much less found guilty of insurrection. And then all the libs will then say, because the Colorado Supreme Court overstepped, they'll be like, aha, the Supreme Court stopping them shows that the Supreme Court yeah. is illegitimate. Bush v. Gore, part two. Right. Which, by the way, was a case that Gore brought to the Supreme Court. Yeah. Right. Okay. And it's also worth, by Reminder. the way, it's also worth remembering that a consortium of newspapers afterwards went back yes. to recount. And in four out of five or three out of four different ways of counting, including the way that Al Gore preferred the chance to be counted, he lost by the same number or more. Yes. The, the tally kept going up. I'm not the, this is the, things that we remember. Look, I was <laughs> I was a young person at the time. Yeah. I was in college. But you know what was the thing that I knew, Vic, that I understood quite clearly yeah. is that if you have lost, you don't get to count until you win. Yeah. Which was the request yeah. of the Gore campaign. Okay, so that's how that ended up at SCOTUS. This will also end up at SCOTUS, and we will keep you updated on that. Meanwhile, in Maine, yeah. a single public figure, right. Secretary of State, just decided he can't be on the ballot because insurrection. Look, I don't like the guy. Right. But what happened on January 6th was horrendous. And this is not the way to deal with it. I would argue that, and perhaps I should have been louder about this all at the time, although I don't believe I was on television at the time because CNN was keeping me off. But the way to deal with it (laughs) would have been to do the impeachment and conviction post January 6th as he was leaving office, at which point I naively thought, well, he's going to be out of office. Huh. We're ever going to be done huh. with this guy. Huh. No, 2028. He'll be running again in 2028. The if point he, being, if he loses, he'll be, I think over... Even if he wins, he might be running. I know. He no, th- yes! Okay. Over Overstepping yeah. in order to save democracy by sort of subverting democracy, and right. not even really sort of in this case. You're taking a, a, yeah. a person off the ballot who is qualified for the ballot. That's right. And preventing people from voting for him. I don't think it's wise, and I think it empowers him. It's bad news. That's right. People who they want to prevent you from having that option because they believe that he had done something terrible. But of course, as you mentioned, there is a thing called due process. Yes. And he hasn't gone through that. Jack Smith, the special prosecutor, if you will, also has not charged him for his actions of January 6th. Right. But you have something like the Colorado State Supreme Court who has decided this or the Secretary of State in Maine who has decided this. 
uh, based on, again, as you mentioned, 14th, 14th Amendment, Article 3. But the terminology is very specific regarding insurrection involving an officer. Right. And it's unclear if the president is an officer, if that counts. Bill Barr. It's not mentioned by name, the president yeah, in particular. That's right. The president's not mentioned by name. Bill Barr in Free Press uh, has written on this just now saying how he opposes Trump and he opposes all attempts to yeah. ban Trump. Yeah. So the thing is, like, yeah. I do I do think I agree with those who think he needs to be like, I think he's unqualified, has disqualified himself sure. on numerous occasions and he should be expelled from the body politic, but he should be expelled via politics. Yeah, the proper way the, versus the we're just yeah. not going to have him on. Uh, and that's not up to me. That is up. To no. a lot of people making their arguments and him losing, which that's I right. don't know if will happen, but that's... It is also worth the, the the implications involving the judiciary, in this case, a very progressive judiciary, in... It's worth going back to understanding the separation of powers, because yeah. you now have cases where these judges would like to not only interpret the law, but then also to create the law. Yeah. And, you know, and this is happening, by the way, tangentially related in Wisconsin, with the congressional map that was thrown out. And if you can't come up with one, the judges will come up with one. This is really, this is happening. And again, I understand the people who do not want Trump to be president. Yeah. But how far are they going to go to prevent him from becoming president is the question. Well, and so how we'll much work are they actually doing to yeah. make him president? That's okay. the other yeah. question. Yeah, to make him president. Right. Because right now, I mean, these are, I mean, he's going to cruise through the, even if he gets banned from, California, he's staying on the ballot, you yeah. know? And so- I mean, even if a few states here and there, and and arguably, I think he's still going to cruise his way to the nomination. It's not a reach to say that like, the cynical play here. Mm -hmm. Now, I do believe there are some true believers who think, "Haha, he definitely is disqualified." Now, I think it's like a a reach of a legal theory, much like many of the legal theories yeah. applied to him. I think there are some true believers, but I think largely this is mm -hmm. let's solidify, yeah, him as the Republican nominee. Uh -huh. Because we have a weak nominee. Right. And what we really need to bail us out. Is somebody who a lot of people hate. Is a really hated Republican nominee. And that makes sense. But, but... it's, again, it's playing with fire. Yeah. If from that point of view, because Biden is yeah. unprecedentedly weak. Yeah. So here we yeah. are. The Suffolk poll that just came out has him also at 39%. So he continues to be in the 30s. Yikes. Yeah. Yikes, y'all. Taking, taking an awful risk is, you know. All right. But you know what? <laughs> As Grand Moff Tarkin said in episode four, you're taking an awful risk, Vader. Well, Better be worth it. Well, what we're going to do is we're going to look forward. Okay, let's let's do this. Yeah, we're having All a right. zen. We're going to have a zen moment. Do you, do you make New Year's resolu resolutions? Not really. I'm sure we've I've discussed tried. this before. I have tried in the past. I don't know how well I do with it. I don't know. I, I, I really don't. I think I like, the, I like the idea of it. I don't think I follow up well, but a couple so make, things. Make New Year's cocktails, not yeah. promises. Speaking of which... I'd like to start the show, not really start since we restarted, with an on-air apology. Oh. Yes. So, you know, you had kindly tweeted out about getting ready to go, that I would make you a martini. It was not my best martini. Oh, I thought uh, it was great. Like, okay. Yeah. I like to take up, first of all, had I known this was going to be, you were going to have the martini, I would have taken the glass mm -hmm. and put it in the freezer to oh, get it chilled, nice. right? And take the gin, have it chilled in the freezer. I did use a great gin, which was Sipsmith. That was delicious. Uh, not the flavored Sip Smith, which you can take different flavors, just regular London dry gin. I will reveal here on air my ratio is three to one. And the one is of Dolan Vermouth. You need okay. to you know, you need to use a really good I'm writing it down. Vermouth. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of good ones out there. Oh, actually, I lie. 
I normally use Dolan. This particular vermouth was a gift from our friend Andy. Okay. And it's lo-fi. Lo-fi. And it's from California, I think, but you can find it. That sounds California. Yes. And you can't find it everywhere, but it is a delicious vermouth. And so vigorously stir that on the raw with ice and then a couple drops of orange bitters, as Derek Brown, the great mixologist, once taught me, just to sort of make it a little bit more gentle. Okay. And then I gave it to you with a twist. Do you prefer olives? No. So. But I told you. I thought you were just being kind. No, I felt like my horizons were widened. Okay. That I, that I had. Yes. Because I, I, do not, certain... I do not drink it with a twist. No, normally I don't either. Uh, and it was lovely. It was very refreshing. There are certain gins that pair well with lemon, uh, uh, with, a, with a twist, uh, Hendrix, because it's more cucumbery. Uh, but I would have done more of an effort. As you know, it was a bit of a mob scene. You had a lot of people there. Was, I had to squeeze my way yeah. into my little bar in the corner. And I, by the way, I did make my pitcher of Manhattans. I didn't tell everybody. It was actually chocolate Manhattans. The reason why it's chocolate is I used Fee Brothers has Aztec cho- bitter cho- dark chocolate bitters. Okay. So instead of my usual orange bitters or black walnut, which is mm-hmm. also nice, I used that. And people initially did not think that it was strong and they re- not realizing it's all spirits. Right. I made two plus liters. Wow. And it was done by 10 p.m. I had sent a picture of it. I had been texting back and forth with our friend Sonny Bunch yes. uh, for New Year's. I sent up a picture. Uh, 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 of of some of our friends there and and said the picture is empty and Sonny said I'm not surprised at all look at all they're just a crew of drunk people they're all drunks <laughs> so, yeah with a few exceptions he's true he's well yeah. we were the exception because we came oh. for an hour and a half because uh, and we it, had to, I didn't well, get a chance enough time to spend with you guys well and we apologize for that but you know when you got all the kids the thing is our lovely au pair. Yeah. Wants oh, to go hang to out go. and experience New Year's in America. And we want her to be able to do that. So we said to her, can we take the early shift? We'll go out like She'll the old people that we are. Crazy. You put the kids to bed and we'll come back in time for you to go out like a proper young person around 10 or 1030. And yes. so she she went out and, and enjoyed it. Did she have a good time? Yes. OK, probably with a lot of energy and verb. Oh, and going yeah. Crazy. No, she's ready to go. I mean, uh, um, Whereas I was like watching The Crown at 1117. I. The last season? Are you watching the last season yes. of it? Okay, so it brings us basically to modern day. Modern yeah, we're, day. We're, okay. we're at we're at Kate and Kate and Will's starting to okay. date right now. How does how does the Kate look? I saw a glance of her. Oh, she she's very well good. cast. Yeah. Very well cast. Okay, I do also want to thank your husband for the gift he gave me, which was a power press. And I, as I mentioned to you on text, I was hoping he was going to give me something so complicated that I'm going to look and say I don't know what to do with this. As soon as I took it out, and as it could be hard to assemble. No, number one. Pretty Very straightforward simple. how to yeah. assemble. Number two, I immediately knew what it is. The only thing I haven't figured out on the power press is there's a chart. Okay. And then you're supposed to follow all these different things, none of which I can do at the moment with my back. So the, but the power press is simply a board that has- You a, insert in pegs. You, like have, you have like handles. handles that you can change positions mm-hmm. in order to do, for instance, a tricep push-up yeah. or a push-up that concentrates yeah. on your pecs, whatever it is. Your shoulders, you can change the direction of your handles and then you can get a yes, more well-rounded workout. Multiple <laughs> pegs to use it. So what happened, of course, is my son tried it out okay. and he thought it was amazing. He was sweating. I'm like, oh. you know, but he, he I'll he, pass he for a couple it. of weeks. I do have a gift for your husband. Okay. And look, and if you're on air, you get to see it. Look at this. The prop is right here. It is not from the organic butcher. That's just the bag. Ooh. Yes. Hold you can on, show, show our listeners. This is 
Nice. A bottle of Long Branch bourbon, which is, you know, mesquite barreled. Oh, he's going to enjoy this. It's from the makers of Wild Turkey. And here's, you know who the backer of this, who joined forces with Wild Turkey to make Long Branch? Matthew McConaughey. So this I is fi- right that's why I that's what I figured it would be this we love a it. great pairing. We are dry January, so it might be a little while before. Do we you can try really it. do like not not even weekends? Yeah, this. Is you know, like during Lent, question. you know, like if you ask our friends, some of yes. our friends like John McCormick, because you know Sunday doesn't count in Lent. But oh, our attempt is, is to deal. just just go dry January, which it's I can like, do it. It's not like we were but, in a bad state because you know we were sick for most of December, yeah. so it wasn't like we were partying it up. No, no. Um, but you know, we will just have a nice. You don't need to. I know renewal people, season. I do know people who do do it, and it makes a big difference in their overall appearance because they lose all this extra whatever yes. it is there. You guys don't need to do it. I could do it, but I have too many social engagements. Oh, obviously. And it's just the pressure. Well, okay. look at me. Yeah. I'm going to have to get through the primaries. <laughs> How's that going to work? Longest month of your life. Okay. Give me your best mocktail, bartender. You gave me. You gave. You okay. gave a list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So. Shall I ask to... you? You want me to ask you first? Yeah, or... I'll ask you. Okay. And well, then we, we okay, can go. Okay, yeah, okay. We're going to do a couple questions about okay. New Year's yeah. and how we're thinking about New Year's. Okay. I I attempt resolutions but mm-hmm. usually it's more of just a by what process am i going to make myself slightly more organized than i was last year uh, that's usually what i'm yeah. going for yeah, yeah and look i'm not a consistent person as we've discussed many times but i try every year to yeah. get just a little better handle I, yeah so anyway that being said number one do you have a number one goal for this year uh yes uh, i'd like to get new blinds for the house <laughs> That's a good one. They've been the same blinds. Since <laughs> By the way, we're going to realize during this process how boring we are. No, I mean, I went for, the, you know, my initial answer. It's a good answer, thing we tell a funny, joke and have a cocktail yes, every now and then. I know. We should be having it now because this has a feel of it. But I'll tell you what. Initially, I said I want to stay healthy, which is obviously important to me because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, in a, I'm a mess. And, and I really would like to come up with a book idea. But then I thought to myself, just now, for some reason, the blinds came up. I also have a window dressing related goal. Because we don't have curtains in our living room, yeah. and we need them. We have blinds, but we okay. don't have curtains. Yeah, I, you know, we don't. And my have husband's gonna be like, either. "It's so foo foo." We don't. don't need curtains, we don't have but... curtains. I don't do. We have one valence left in one side of that. This is all from the original owners. <laughs> you have a valence a left one. from the original. One I love valence. That. Okay, Just so what about you? Do you have a goal? A number one goal. Okay, so there is my perennial goal that I will become a more responsible human being. Look, I've had four kids. My brain's rewired every time I have a dang kid. And I have to get it back under control and into some system. So every year I'm trying something different. You guys remember I had a quarterback sleeve for a while. I'm actually thinking about re-implementing that (laughs) because I do need something to write things down on quickly while I'm running around. Uh I also have added in the past year, I added the the Skylight family calendar. It's a touchscreen calendar that is in our dining room. Okay. And it has everybody in the family has a different color. So if Holly has a pediatrician appointment, it's one color. The older kids, different colors, yeah. and I'm light green. Steve's dark green. It's a lovely thing. It is anyway, hard to keep track of. So you it's can true. see everyone's okay. yeah. crap yeah. in one place. So I've worked on that. But I would say maybe my number one goal is to get more consistent about writing. I need to be turning out something. That is every writer's goal I every know, year. I know. And it's so hard. And have you have you ever read Stephen King's On Writing? Of course. It's a great Love book. It. Great book. And one of the things he says is, like, you just have to write every day. Yes. You have to write every day. Ray Bradbury says the same thing, thousand <laughs> words a day. I read this and I didn't read <laughs> I read Fahrenheit 451. But no, I did. this was from Ray Bradbury has a new book on his correspondence. Oh. And so just try to 
do that as a regular. You know what it's like, though. It's like working out. And the longer you go without it, the harder it is to get yeah, back. Yeah, your on. muscles. And then I, I have a very perfectionist Sorry streak, yeah. as many yeah. as many writers do, which then makes me go, "This is not perfect, and I hate it." Well, no, and there's that, and <laughs> but, but and of course, when you finally do file it, it's a wonderful review. And the Thank other you. thing is, it, it, being an editor can easily be a crutch as well, because you're always editing something. Yes. So you get to your own stuff later. Yeah. You know, and if you don't have editors, do not have largely a deadline for their own writing assignments. True. So it's self-imposed. And not a lot of people are great at self-imposed deadlines. They need a gun to that. Thanks, that makes me feel better. Yeah. Speaking okay. of which, I read, I read a book last year that was about, like, I have some executive function, you know, missing pieces. Okay. One of my kids also has challenges with this. We have a similar sure. brain chemistry. And so I started a book on January 1st of last year uh-huh. about, like, how to help yes. and how I could have better executive uh-huh. function. I could help her to have uh-huh. better executive function. Do you know when I finally sort of finished that book? When? I believe it was on the evening of December 31st. Because <laughs> you got to have that deadline. Yes. I should actually double check that, make sure I actually finished it so I can put it on my That's good. list. Okay. A big lesson you learned in 2023. Oh, this is interesting. I, I just, I just, you know, threw these on the spot because, you know, okay. you, you just sent these this morning. I like to give and you a very tight deadline. I Yes. And it works maybe. <laughs> I I thought find find your value add, which is, you know, it's easy to coast along doing what you do. If you have a very set job, you just do the job, and nobody ever. If it's fine, it's fine. You just keep on doing it. And then I stopped to think of what is it that I'm really good at, and I found out what it was. Well, many things, but the one thing, <laughs> professionally speaking, <laughs> I like to look at Jennifer's face when I said that. The professionally speaking, you know, I'm old, right. but you know, I'm the oldest person mm-hmm. here in the office, obviously. There's a lot of people who are, you know, I mean, we have great political reporters and editors. They're doing their thing and the research and they're they're killing it here, especially at the Free Beacon. What I do know are a lot of people. And what I wanted to do was bring a lot of great writers to the Beacon. And I realized, having been in the business now for 25, 26 years, 27 years, it's something I can do. Yeah. That Mattis relationship building over over years of martinis. Oh, yes. Yes. Actually, and just and friend, and it helps to be a nice. I'm I'm, an, I'm a nice editor. I'm I'm pretty good editor. Depends, but you know, largely I get along with writers. You try to be nice. You always want to compliment the writers because writers are needy and and they respond well. And so I've gotten some great feedback. So I've been very pleased. And it's just about Love oh, it. this is something that I could do. And organizing the weekend beacon, which I can do, and you can check out and sign up for the newsletter, is my own little section. And I have a lot of fun doing it. And that's nice. what I learned. How about you? I feel like you're mentoring over there, Vic. That's what yeah. you're doing. <laughs> well, that's why we're, you know, I'll be mentoring this week. This is why we, we, we're, we're, you know, we're doing a special episode because uh, I'm going to a conference to mentor. You got to You got to do the yeah. mentoring. Okay. A lesson I learned yes. this year. Okay. Right, this, this is my controversial parenting opinion. I learned this year that I think two under two is easier than a newborn and a toddler, a full-blown toddler. Everybody says like, oh, 202, 202. And don't get me wrong. I want to take credit for my valiant efforts this year, <laughs> raising 202 for a full nine months before the older How one turned two. How many months are the 202 apart then? Oh, I guess they're- 10 f- months. They're 10 months. <laughs> Just 14. I think they're 14. 14? 13 or 14. Man, that's you know, it's practically Irish. Yeah. So yeah, my, my kids my kids are 22 months apart. So that is okay, 202. So you were, yeah. And I remember Kate being very worried about like, 
maybe taking care of one while right. one needs to use the bathroom or something or other. How's it going to work alone? So here's my thought. The, the, the older one gets older. Yes, but the here's my thought. I don't mean that physically. A 14, I mean mentally. A 14-month-old, when the new baby comes, uh-huh. very few opinions. 14-month-olds aren't deeply engaged right. in like, I need this thing yes. at this moment. The mind you know, games. You know who is? A 27-month-old, right? It a, yeah, yeah. a just turned two yeah. has far more going. opinions than a 14-month-old. Yeah. The 14-month-old, you sort of seamlessly bring this newborn into the child's life. The child is not greatly disturbed by this. Yeah. Can't express a ton mm. of things, which is how you like your children, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Seen, not heard. Uh, <laughs> and things went fairly smoothly for us. I would also say that on these kids, because my husband is far more consistent than I am, they have a really good schedule where they nap at a certain time and they go to bed at night at a certain time and we do it in the same room. Look at us. Those two kids are in the same room, same nap time, same bedtime. And we are thriving. You're crushing it. Now, You're crushing. that being said, we're going to have our bumps in the road. But yeah. those are two lessons that I learned. Oh, okay. Because I, my my first two, I'm like loosey-goosey on the schedule, right? How many? And mo- they were, how far apart are they? Years? They're a little over two years. Yeah. yeah. And they were naturally pretty decent sleepers. But I think these two have them beat because they're on this very predictable schedule. Yeah. So yeah. I learned those two things. Okay. And don't be scared. If you're having 200 to you, you'll be fine. Yes. You also, do I remember somehow. half this year? Probably not. So who knows? You it's can't trust my word. Okay. <laughs> All right. Ooh, a big the biggest risk you took this year. I would say- pro- And by that, I mean last year. <laughs> yes. I would say, professionally speaking, it was deciding to do a newsletter. Nice. So our friend Andy Ferguson had told me, you know, for us olds, if you're putting up all this, you know, these- great content writers that we're interested in who review some interesting books, et cetera. You need to maybe send maybe an email to those who might be interested because not everybody's on Twitter all the time. And that's all I had been doing. So I started to think about it and I sent out this list to about 20 to 30 close friends and said, is anyone interested? Let me know. And a bunch of people said, yes, please add me on. And then I couldn't just let do an email saying, here's what's in this week, blah, blah, blah. Then I start to get creative with it and do my typical shtick, which is, you know, I, I, like like I would do the my scripts for the sub beacon and things. And and then it just morphed into a newsletter. And then when it was ready, like, okay, I'm confident about this. Then I finally admitted it to our, our shared it with our boss, Eliana. She was very kind. She loved it. And so did our other friends. Nice. And then it became a thing. And then it grew to almost the 900 newsletter subscribers now. And then now it's just melded with the general He's morning huge, beacon guys. people. He's so huge. that was, but that was a big thing because now it's an added thing that I do. Well, and it's a um, deadline for you. It you is have, a deadline. You have your no, own real I'm, deadline. Deadline is today. How about you? Uh, oh, let's see. Biggest risk. I mean, I would say that the first part of this year was full of like, oh, I think I'll have a baby and leave CNN. <laughs> so it's oh, like two yeah. major upheavals at yeah, one time. Yeah. I didn't decide to move houses yeah. so we didn't add that one to yeah. the to the yeah, list. that's good we stayed that's in the good. same house so uh-huh. we're all just like packed in there but i don't know i i deal pretty well with change mm-hmm. and with unpredictability okay so i felt like yeah, i'll land on my feet okay i'll figure this out i as got a do. podcast <laughs> and as as often happens with these things having left cnn I had a wider range of things open to yeah. me that I could say yes to. I got to do Bill Maher's show for the at least one, maybe two of the January primaries. I will be on NBC broadcast, so you can watch me there. 
And I've gotten the chance to do some like other projects in the works that I don't have to ask anybody permission to do. One so, door closed we'll see. and multiple doors yes. opened. Yes. So. so like that, it is what it is. I feel like I've been, because I've been through the fire with my personal life yes. in the past, in yeah. 2015 when I lost my husband, like right. everything changed and I had a brand new baby. I feel like anything that's less than that, I'm yeah. like, yeah, we'll roll through this. Right. We, like there right. are times when it's very stressful, but- I feel the capacity to okay. keep moving. All right. Ooh, a way you grew emotionally. <laughs> By the way, I should yeah. say I stole this list from modernmomlife.com. Oh, I'm answering <laughs> questions from Modern Mom. Okay. Uh, she, she had a nice list. There's a good list. Okay. Keeping perspective and the importance of, you know what? All these other things, it's all gravy. You get through them. Yeah. You got a lot of ups and downs with work or with, 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 with home and all these challenges, et cetera. But you keep it in perspective because of things like her health. Right. And I think about it previously, even though I had my surgery to remove the uh, the tooth underneath my your, nose. Your alien tooth. My alien yes. tooth. Uh, that was in November. Of, oh, my goodness. Over a year ago now. So that was at the end of 2022. But I still had other things going on. Um, and uh, uh, other. Uh, I had a procedure. If you remember, I had the procedure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I came through that procedure with flying colors. Look at you. And I thought to myself, you know. Just be thankful for that. And because a lot of, you know, it, you, you go into those procedures with a lot of dread, anxiety, and uh, people know this, and I'm sure you've a lot of people have been through this, and you just worry about when you come to, what are they going to say if it's not good news? And so that's more of a being grateful. But I, because of that, I have to remind myself, you know what? I'll get there. The sciatica, I'll probably get through that. Emphasis, probably. How about you, Mary Catherine? <laughs> and you can get on with your power press. I- so let's see. I would say, well, to your, I like you bringing up perspective. And one of the things I'm attempting to do this year is I signed up for the Bible in a Year podcast. Oh, okay. Again, that sounds like a very Protestant thing. No, no, it's not. (laughs) It's done. This is what's surprising. Uh It's done by Father Mike Schmitz. Oh, I I apologize. Yes, you, you should. Yeah. But it is a, it's a podcast that does a couple chapters. Oh, per day, yeah, and you which can we're listen. supposed to, we we're told this as Catholics, right? But. I mean, same, right? And it's very hard to implement that in your life. So this yes, is a daily is. podcast. I'm very good at listening to podcasts. I know I don't want to brag, but I can passively listen to information while I'm folding laundry. <laughs> that is That's the good. thing I enjoy mm-hmm. doing. And so I'm listening to him read while. me the scripture, and then I try to read along with it as well. So you're you're taking yes. it in, in in two different ways. It has a little bit of his thoughts afterwards about oh, that's good. the context oh, of excellent. the scripture. And so again, this requires consistency, but yep. people on Twitter gave me a couple of tips about how to do it. Like for instance, setting yeah. the alarm before your kids wake up so you can just listen to it in the morning. That's yeah. tough, but probably a smart way to start my day. Yes. Yes. Uh, and yep. that will, I think, could help me emotionally grow by allowing me to have perspective that's every great. day. Mary Catherine. By doing that. You. Okay. This one I'm interested in. I don't like number five. I think it's boring. Okay. But number six. The answer to number five was stretch. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) You'll never know what the question is. What was the best advice you received this year? Oh, this is interesting. 2023. Sorry, guys. Yes. I can't remember if it was last year, but it's something I started to do last year, Mm -hmm. which is not to salt my meat until it's ready to be grilled. Look at that. Because I used to, you like, oh, you got to, first of all, you want your meat to be room temperature. If we're talking steaks and roasts. Before you go in, right? He has more of an even cooking. But then I would also season it early on. Take a steak or a burger. You put all the salt on. And it dries out the meat, apparently, if Mm. you do that too early. So really, it's just before you throw it in, 
put in that salt, whatever else, and 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 sparing on the pepper before it's cooked because if you do it ahead of time with some black pepper, it can lead to a little bit more bitterness apparently. Okay. So that was my thing I learned. How about you? Okay, this is going to sound very silly, mm-hmm. but it's practical. Okay, as was yours. Mm-hmm. My mom at home when we go for Christmas mm-hmm. has a very organized and extensive wrapping station for presents. I do not have a wrapping station at my home. Now, I don't you have, have a wrapping room. Well, yeah, I, I don't, well, that's where I hide to do oh, the presents, right. but I don't have all the supplies in one place. And this is probably oh, something that I should apply man. to many areas of my life, which is that if you just have the things in one place, you might actually do yeah. the thing you're supposed yeah. to do. Yeah. Yeah. So watching my mom build her very organized, lovely wrapping space reminds me that I should be doing the same, not just with wrapping in my own life, but staging things so that I am more likely to accomplish them. For instance, last night, I put my Bible and my notebook Mm -hmm. beside my bed Uh in front of my phone, which is hidden behind those things. Yes. (laughs) So maybe that's- You didn't put the phone on top of the Bible. Now, this is not advice that my mother actually gave me. This is advice that I just gleaned from watching her live her life in a more fruitful way than I have been. It's the first thing that most of us do in the morning. We check the phone, you know? It's a terrible thing. It's a not it's a good habit. No, I've been trying habit. to trying to break it. Okay. okay. Well, let's see. What is a new skill you'd like to learn this year? Making sushi. And the reason why I say this is two years now ago, two years ago, I got my daughter a sushi kit. She okay. loves sushi. And we, I promised her we would make it. It's been two years. A-I-T-A? A-I-T-A? Okay. <laughs> Uh, you know, I mean, so I keep on telling her, oh, we'll fly time. Oh, we'll get time. It's like, honey, that I song. have a lot of editing to do. You know, it's like the cats, cats in the, in the cradle. Yeah, cats in the cradle. You know, and one day I'm going to, I'm going to say to my Donald, let's make sushi. Sorry, dad, I'm busy going out. Savage. So, but I, I've got it all. You I've got, got all the ingredients. Okay. I, I've just, you, look, you can follow my mother's advice. Have everything in one place yeah. where you need to do Ready it. Ready to do it. Okay. Get on this. Okay. How about you? A skill I am going to mm-hmm. learn this year. I'm going to rejoin daily my guitar cult which i of oh course, yes of dropped. course you were tra- you were you were supposed to be like jimmy page by now i, know. I almost was to be like, i almost know. was vic so 10 minutes a day yeah. i gotta i gotta get it back okay. together vic okay, i gotta good. get back good. into this good. Good. i am going forward. to i am going to forward. earn the skill uh-huh. of i'm looking forward to be mediocre like, chord yeah. strumming no you would be i figured by now you're like les paul <laughs> chet atkins okay also every year i'm like I should do. I should learn to ski, and I keep getting older and older and not doing it. I I would love. Yeah, I would love to ski. And our former colleague uh, from the Free Beacon many years ago, Natalie Johnson, went to Colorado to become a ski I instructor. I know. I saw her life on New Year's Eve, and Me I was too. like, Why I saw have, that? Why haven't I ditched my life yeah, to be a yeah, ski instructor yeah. in so Wyoming? I did, aside from the fact no, that I cannot ski, but no, no. So I just got my ticket. I'm going out there. No, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. All right. A week long. For many reasons. Week long okay. instructing session. Okay. Something um, you want to do for someone next year, Mary Catherine. By the way, I should say yeah. I can a little bit ski. Just I've not, never. Just not very. I've never ski. Well, like I'm like golfer. I'm like bunny course and I'm bunny hills and I'm still like yikes, yikes. Yeah, Kate loves skiing. I don't. I don't. Yeah. Okay. My, see, my husband. You know what we should do? Couple trip to ski. You and I will just sit in the lodge and they oh, can do thank, their thing. Hey, thank God you didn't use the word swap. I got nervous <laughs> there. Okay, we should just swap a what? Okay. Uh, that is not a skill I'm going to learn. Something this year. you want to do for someone next year? Something I want to do for someone mm-hmm. next year? Hmm. hmm. Kindness, charity, or just you know? Actually, so th- this is the thing I struggle with, which is that because I am not a super organized person mm-hmm. and I have four kids, I think on one hand that can be good because it limits overscheduling your family. 
Because sure. a lot of people, especially in this area, are super overscheduled. Oh, Their so kids are just yeah. doing things constantly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't want my kids doing things constantly. Yeah. I don't want them in like high intensity, yeah. super competitive travel sports yeah. unless that is truly something that they that want they want to do. to do. So we have not been on that track. We've also not been on that track because I'm not good at scheduling things. Yeah. What I would like to give to them is for me to work harder at making sure that they can do one or two extracurricular things mm-hmm. that I'm not great at putting on the calendar, but I think we can manage it and it would be good for them and for me. Good. Because <laughs> I will yeah, just great. put things off and put things yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, no, and no, they no, do no. want to try new things and new activities. So It takes effort from us, though. It does. does. Like, okay, we'll go. Like, can't All I just right. send you out into the neighborhood uh, what, and you like try to learn to skateboard or something? Here's yeah, some pads. Like there. I brought you some elbow I'll, pads. I'll be inside. Uh, uh, I would like to take my dad. Uh, so we try a couple times a year for my dad to spend like a week with us down here because he lives all the way up in Jersey. And I'd like to do that again in the spring and take him to maybe Annapolis, which he's never oh, been nice. to. That's um, a great trip. He, he can't walk as much as he used to, but I just need to walk to the closest restaurant, really. Otherwise, I think it would be nice. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if he wants to, you know, I mean, it's... They, Old people in general do yeah. not want to cave and do the wheelchair. They don't want to do the wheelchair but thing. They hate the wheelchair thing. Is I there, would use it right is now. Is there like a golf cart tour yeah, yeah, of yeah. the Something Naval like Academy? The Naval you Academy could do, do that. Yeah. Do so that's Have I'd some midshipmen just yeah. like yeah. carry them around. Push them around. Push them around. Okay. Yeah. Some, oh, uh, something you want to do differently? Something I want to do differently this year. I mean, I've talked about a lot of things. One thing we were talking about right before the, the show is that perhaps I should cuss less. I don't know. Well, you don't. This is a family show, and you never cuss on the show. Well, I don't on the show. Well, I do occasionally on the show oh, when sometimes. it calls for it. Yeah, but that's that is that's the standard I would like to get to in my everyday life. Like, oh, let's, let's only yeah. maybe cuss when it calls oh. for it. The, okay, and the, instead and the, of all how, the time. Do the kids hear a lot of it? And certain words are, are there oh, certain yes. words that are absolutely verboten? No, they hear a lot. <gasps> I'm. This is a thing that that I'm not great about, and I concede that. And my kids are nonetheless do not mouth off and end up yeah. repeating these words. But, you know, I have a toddler now and she will if I'm not careful. Yeah. You know, it's funny. We're, well, Kate, she, a little bit like you from time to time and she'll drop a bomb, yeah. right? If she's, you know, something she's worked up over. I'm pretty good about not doing that. But one time, this was several years ago, we had our friends, the Laybashes over and Matt Laybash, as you know. And the kids were young, yeah. and they remembered. They still remember that Mr. Labash once said that effing effer. <laughs> it was talking with somebody that. See, I don't think that would register with my kids. Yeah. Okay. 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 They'd be like, they'd, oh, they'd be like, oh, normal. Birds of a feather, okay, mom. All right. What, what do you have a word for next year? Ugh. Do we have a word for next year? I mean, we are technically wordsmiths, so are you, I guess are we you should ready have for one. this. Okay. I'll tell you words that I will not use. Okay. Because my kids tell me that in their school these are. I, there's so oh. many words that I hear that we don't know. We're like, you know, it's way they're way beyond us now. Okay. Uh, so apparently, and he says, if old people try to use it, it's cringe, you know. So, okay. for example, mad capper is a liar. A mad capper. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I've never heard that. Means, oh. Cat means lie. Yeah. But I hadn't heard mad capper okay. before. Okay. And here are two words that they were told in schools that they shouldn't use in the public school. One, maybe you've heard this. One is giat. Yes, I know that one. Oh, wow. Yeah. How do you know these? Things? Mary Catherine, you're so hip. It means butt, right? It means butt? Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. Or should I bleep that? No, Is no, that, oh, no. Okay. I think it's it's an acronym that means oh, something slightly more I dirty. Okay, I don't think they know what the acronym is because yeah. they just told me they were told not to say that yeah. word. Oh, and the other. I one... believe it's short for. Oh. And this is a cuss word, so everybody get ready. Yeah, damn. Oh. Yeah. Real. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, and then, so it, and, then like I, a... and then wow. I think I think the also it also can be an accent. It's, it's, it has flexible uses. Okay. Yeah. But and... I think. Like, I might yeah. be exposing my ignorance here, but I do think that that is the origin. Okay, like, then, oh, you see an ass, and you're like, yeah, damn. Wow. Thank you. And the other one? <laughs> After this, I'm not going to cuss anymore, guys. Okay, and the, and the other one, apparently, is zesty. Oh, I don't know that one. Apparently, zesty means gay. Oh. So you can't say, oh, so-and-so is zesty. Well, I don't feel like I would say so-and-so No, my zesty. sauce is zesty. <laughs> Are you oh, no. I know. What? Okay, that didn't mean Bleep that that out. Okay. There, what do you want to go next year? Okay, two more questions. Yeah, yeah. Um, a place you would like to visit next yes. year? Uh, I've been meaning to go back to Costa Rica, which I'd been to before I was married. My One of my college uh, housemates, Juan Carlos Rojas, uh, lives there. And I had the greatest time both nice. times, whitewater rafting, the whole thing. I mean, it was like adventure. And you and because he's a local, you're not, you know, we stayed at a hotel for a little bit. And then we went into the interior, you know? Climbed on top of a volcano, did stuff like this. And I'd love to bring my family. In particular, it'd be great to see my friend now because he owns a soccer team. Oh, so yeah. fun. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 and they treat you right. And, and it's a very nice and a very safe country. How about you? Two, I usually take, or I have been in the habit in the past of taking at least the older girls before, before the babies out to my friend Kelly's house north of Denver where she has yeah. a little farm, farm each summer. And we just do like Camp Kelly. And they milk goat goats and hang around. So if the oh, if the babies are manageable for mm-hmm. the summer, maybe I would like to yeah. get that yeah. on the calendar. And two, my husband has occasion to be in Germany for his job now. Oh, now it's hard, gosh. of course, for us to get an international trip on the books. But I would like to tag along if possible. Me too. On one of those. Can I go? And, Actually, he'd probably, he'd probably be like, be Vicar his, and I could, K. I could be his, well, it's, it's a two-verb, and I could also be his interpreter. True. I think he would enjoy that. Okay. And also, can I just uh, brag about him for a moment? He should give classes in gift giving. Oh. He's extremely good at it. Now, the Power Press, obviously. So thoughtful. Yours. He's he really an is extremely thoughtful. thoughtful human. And for Christmas, for my parents, he told me, don't worry about it. I got it. I'm knocking this one out. Did you even know what it was then? I did not know what it was until it arrived at our oh. house. But I said, okay. Like, I got, I got them a little uh-huh. something too, but I thought, you right. know, Steve is trustworthy. Yeah. Here's what he did. At one point, he and my dad had a conversation while cooking dinner or something about where my parents met. They met at Ramstein Air Base, and they met because my dad went to the library to, I think, return a copy of Steppenwolf and pick up he was on he had just gotten to town he just uh-huh. gotten stationed there and to pick up a local travel book yeah so that he could read about oh sure the area and so Steve found a 1956 so it would have been of the era it would have been about 10 or 12 years old yeah. when my parents were at Ramstein travel book oh my gosh at the Ramstein Air Base Library which he talked a librarian into letting him purchase and have sent to our home, at which point he gave it to my parents as like, I don't know if this is the book, but it is from Ramstein of the era that you would have gone to the library to meet your future wife. And here is, and it's like got all the what little places their... that they used to visit in it. And it's got maps from what the What was time. their reaction? Oh, they were very excited. 
did he did he get to the point because you know i have to roll, what's the word i'm looking for reel myself in is that what oh, it is? a little he, bit because i you're almost tempted to say here is my gift to you me alone this, this, this yeah. is like steve will annoy you because he's very disciplined about this whereas i would be like now it's time. Yes, exactly. To yes, fabulous present. Yes. Praise me. He's love like, me. oh yeah, okay. I picked that up for All you guys. Right. All right. Oh, well, he, much yeah, with a much yeah, deeper yeah. voice than humble, that. I didn't mean humble, to say. Humble, oh yeah, yeah, I picked that up yeah. for you guys. Uh, anyway, okay. very cool gift. Wonderful. I, I'd love to. See I that encourage one. him if he were on social media, he could have an Instagram that was just like, here's a reel about how you give decent presents, and he would like have a million followers. That's what he always says. He always says if he was on social media, well, he'd be that he would a, just yeah, he'd, he'd kill be, all. And he'd also be wearing a tight shirt. And then he'd, <laughs> be, and then he'd be say, okay, and now we're going to combine that with it. You get this gift, the power press. Let me show you how it works. Yes. And honestly, I've thought about using him for that. Like, Steve, go do some chores and I will videotape you and then put it on Instagram. So. You had one more question. That's my it. gift to him. Okay. The last, the last one was, what was the best book you read oh. in 2023 so oh, that people, people who maybe have a reading goal for this year if we can put it on their list. Yes. I'll tell you what I did not like, which was John Updike's Rabbit Run. I get it, but not my cup of tea. Not your thing. I Did I finish? I think I finally finished Bonfire of the Vanities last year. I like that book. I, that's a great book. Also, Joan Didion, Slouching oh. Towards Gamora. But, I don't believe I've ever read that yeah. one. I've read Year of Magical Thinking, but I haven't read Yeah, that's a, yeah. Okay. How about you? I had, I think I mentioned it before, but I'm just going to tell it to you guys because it was an unexpected delight, which is the Beanie Baby book. Oh, yeah, uh, um, Zach Bissonnette. By Zach Bissonnette. It was just colorful and wild, and the economics are interesting. Shout out there. And it's, yeah. a, it's a sort of a, a microcosm yeah. or a, a synecdoche for all sorts mm. of booms that happen in bigger ways yes. of the psychology of that. Yes. So you learn a lot about e- economics. Yes. And just Tulips. like the people involved are interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, and if you, especially yeah. if you lived through that time, it's like. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. On that note, Happy New Year to our listeners. We hope that this gave you enough pause, maybe answered some of these questions that we threw out as well. And and, and, see and if what you, you have tips to for us to be better mm-hmm. people, you know, just send them along. Yeah. The last episode of this year, <laughs> we're going to go back to this list and say, did we actually follow through with any of it? That's the MK, how's the cussing going? Yes. <laughs> hey, did you make any sushi? Okay. <laughs> that wraps up this episode of Getting Hammered. Remember, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, and YouTube. You can follow me on Twitter at Victorina Mattis. I'm at MK Hammer on Instagram, uh, at MK Hammer on Twitter, at MK Hammer Time on Instagram. You can follow the show at Getting Hammered Podcast on YouTube or Instagram. And I should be Jimmy Page within a couple of months. Thanks for getting hammered responsibly. This has been a Nebulous Media Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>